the radical economic transformation rhetoric that we had from the ANC's January 8th uh, statement is going to be carried through into the, you know, the, the, the tone and, 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 and content of the State of the Nation address. Um, I think we are at a time when the president is attempting to frame his cause as within the broader uh, progressive uh, movement with an intention to continue to, to cement his relevance in national politics as well as ANC succession politics. So that, uh, that uh, the con- we ex- can expect continuity there as far as rhetoric is concerned. I think we've arrived at a time in the country where there needs to be more than announcement of one plan after another, but bold initiatives to practical initiatives that show how are we going to, for example, transform the economy and make sure that it is more inclusive and ensure that the economy grows and participation in the economy is broadened. We've been speaking a lot about the need to transform the lead, the need to ensure uh, equity in terms of ownership of land, but there hasn't been a concerted effort uh, towards that, and I think the regime realizes that they are running out of time, hence they are now, you know, focusing on this. So you think the land issue will be one of the prominent issues to come out of the SONA? Land issue, economic growth, um, in, in, in transformation in terms of ownership of the economy. Um, I think we can expect also uh, what one may call apex projects, projects that are meant to cement or legacy projects that the administration, administration will want to be remembered by. And I think the nuclear uh, 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 program should feature prominently there. Um, I don't know what happened to Operation Pakisa in the in the in the last year, but you know I, I think it may also be one of those legacy initiatives that the Zuma pro- administration wants to be known by. And you also mentioned that uh, there will be a, not just talking, but a lot of practicality in terms of this is what we're going to do. Do you think that's particularly because this the president is coming towards? the end of his term, so to say, it will definitely be his last state of the nation as both president of the ANC and the country. Yeah, truth be told, um, I don't expect for there to be, uh, you know, practical um, uh, emphasis on practicality of implementation. I think it's come almost to, 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 to be a signature of the Zuma administration to keep making promises and not have very clear plans on in terms of how those can be implemented. I mean, we've had uh, some, some areas of excellence where, for example, with the blue economy, you see the practicalities in terms of how to implement it, as well as the industrial program, the industrialization program, uh, the, sort of the industrialist program. But broader than that, in terms of broad transformation of the economy, um, I think the administration has been wanting in terms of presenting practical plans. Uh, what we've seen featuring consistently is a resolution to focus on certain, you know, a, a, a focus areas without uh, practical means of getting there. So, for example, if you look at the State of the Nation address in 2015, shortly after the election manifesto of the ANC, you saw the night, there was a nine-point plan uh, which 
up to now. We don't know what happened to it, as well as in 2016, a greater focus again on key um, challenges to the economy. But it's, it's uh, I think for me, the extent to which the administration had fo- has focused on things that can be implemented has been wanting. Mm. And so when you speak about these a- apex projects, do you think that they will also be without much practicality or do you think they will be more detailed? Given the, the, the patronage networks, the alleged patronage networks, for example, in the nuclear program, I think that's one program we can expect to see some, you know, practicalities because it's gone to the extent of, for example, shortlisting some of the, uh, not shortlisting, but soliciting bids from companies. So it's clear that program is going to be implemented. As far as Operation is con- uh, Pakisa is concerned, I know there's been a registration of a of a, of a South African operated vessel. But beyond that, in terms of consolidating the interests of the country in the blue economy, um, one hasn't seen, you know, major plans in that regard that are aimed at ensuring that it's go, it goes beyond rhetoric. But, you know, the objectives translate to, you know, realities on the ground. Mm. Okay. And um, so this, this, like I said before, this will be his last... Sona, as both the president of the ANC and both, and the ANC, do you think this will change um, anything in terms of the um, the opposition parties? Well, I think it may. Opposition parties can be expected to begin to ask questions around what the administration plans to restore um, critical institutions uh, who have been under pressure uh, from the Zuma administration. Those institutions being, for example, the security cluster institutions, uh, National Prosecuting Authority, as well as the Hawks, and also the the pressure that's on the finance ministry. uh, I I expect for the opposition parties to ask questions along along the lines of how stable the fiscus is going to be and, 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 and fiscal discipline is going to be given the, the, the seemingly sustained pressure by the Zuma administration and the finance minister as well as uh, sustainability of the, the plans of government as when it comes to you know whether there's money to finance, for example, things like the nuclear build program. Mm. We are expecting protests, particularly from the EFF. And in the past, his the president's reactions have been um, laughing. He's laughed. He's um, he's he's uh, said that he's a victim. What do you think this time? Do you think that his reaction will be any different? I think the ANC is most likely, or the Speaker of Parliament is is most likely to try and ensure that, you know, they prevent any embarrassments to the president. Um, the president, obviously, I mean, has had uh, that behavior of laughing off some of the very serious uh, criticism that, that that's leveled by the opposition against him. I don't know if he's got a new strategy of dealing with it, uh, but I don't think there can be a strategy enough to sufficiently respond to the critique or the protests even of the opposition benches in parliament, except it be, for example, drastic 
things like the president announcing, uh, you know, his willingness to cooperate uh, with the investigations to clear his name with respect to state capture as well as all the other allegations that he's facing. And I think it's going to be linked with the questions around the stability or the perceived influence that he's got on the security apparatus and law enforcement agencies. So uh, other than, you know, practical uh, plans to to, to have himself uh, respond or account to the South African public, I don't think the the president can do anything to quell some of the protests that are likely to come out at at the National Assembly. Mm-hmm. And um, if if he does speak about and focus on some of the issues that um, that you say he will focus on, do you think there will be backlash? Because um, right now there are many uh, there are other issues. For example, the the student issue is quite pressing at the moment, and students are are looking for answers and they want immediate answer. The issue, for example, with the chicken industry, that's what that's what is in people's faces. That's what they're facing right now. Do you think that um, there will be backlash or what do you think are the consequences if he doesn't really give detail on how they will tackle those issues? As far as higher education is concerned, we are already in a volatile situation where, for example, there are expectations that students might, you know, uh, still consider uh, protest action which may disrupt uh, academic curricula in various institutions. So, 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 so if the president moves and make, you know, bold announcements in terms of higher education funding is concerned, it may serve to quell some of the, you know, uh, the uh, displeasure that the, 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 that has been seen in the higher education sector. Mm-hmm. You'd recall that, for example, students and colleges have uh, also, you know, mm-hmm. uh, come into the fore and raised some issues. With respect to the chicken issue, um, there's a broader, you know, discussion taking place in the country that needs to take place about the extent of the liberalization of the South African economy and the extent of openness that we are seeing. And with now uh, protection politics coming back, as we are seeing in the U.S., for example, and with Brexit, there is more pressure, especially, in fact, there's going to be an increasing pressure or developing and emerging markets to also try and protect their economies through, for example, restrictive trade and making sure that, you know, it's not only a poultry industry, you know, but also, you know, the textiles industry has been under sustained pressure. Um, the automotive industry has been under sustained pressure, notwithstanding mm. government support. So, yeah, there are, are questions, broad questions about the liberalization, uh, the extent of liberalization of our economy. But I don't think that's something the president can address um, within the state of the nation address per se because that's a broad policy discussion that needs to take place within the ANC.